Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 98. We're talking about fasting. We're talking about the purpose of fasting. Fasting, plain and simple, is abstaining from eating food. It's abstaining from sometimes drinking water for a period of time. But it only has to do with abstaining from food. That's what the common biblical definition of fasting is. And you do that so you can focus, so you can concentrate on who God is, your relationship with Him. You begin to get outside of yourself and begin to think about what God's plan is. Because listen, whatever it is that God loves, we need to love. Whoever it is that God loves, we need to love. And whenever God loves, that's when we need to love. In other words, we need to get on his wavelength. And that's what prayer is. And fasting goes hand in hand with prayer. It's not about losing weight. It's not about getting just discipline in your life, although it will bring discipline into your life if you do it on a regular basis. But it has to do with a purpose. Fasting is always tied up with a purpose. Even in the life of Jesus, Jesus fasted for 40 days for one purpose, so that he could stand in complete oneness with his Father in heaven and rebuff and rebuke the temptations of Satan because it was not the demons that were tempting Jesus. It was Satan himself, and it was in every way the greatest temptations that any man would ever face. And even Jesus himself abstained from food so that he could be ready to meet the enemy head on. And so I have this week been going over Isaiah 58, where it says, Is this not the fast that I've chosen? One, to loose the bonds of wickedness. That has to do with violence in the land, primarily violence in our communities, in our city, in our family, in our own lives, and uh, civil unrest. To undo heavy burdens, that is to break bands and bonds that have wrapped around something, uh, something that has us in bondage. It's like being closed in in a vault and you cannot get out and only God can let you out. And the key to getting out of the door is fasting and praying. And then he says to let the oppressed go free. Now, you would think that that has to do with those who are in prison or those who are in some kind of bondage. But the idea literally means to be crushed, to be bruised, to be struggling. We have so many hurting people around us. I have never talked to more hurting people in my life. I've been in the ministry 45, almost 46 years, and I have seen people hurt. I have hurt many people. God help me and forgive me. I have hurt so many people. You have hurt people. We have been hurt. Many times when I have been preaching to large congregations, I will say, how many of you have hurt someone? And you'll see a few hands go up. I'm talking about really hurt someone, and I'll stress it, and and you'll see maybe hesitantly somebody raise their hands. not quick. They don't raise their hands quickly. But then you can say, and how many of you have been hurt? I'm talking about really hurt badly. You'll see almost every hand go up because we're far more conscious of our own lives being crushed, of our own lives being bruised, 
of the struggles we have, of course, than we are others around us. And I can just tell you, people are hurting right now. People are confused. People are worried. People are concerned. People are struggling at every level. They're struggling financially. They're struggling spiritually. They've not been able to fellowship and churches and pastors are scared to death and they're not stepping out in areas perhaps that they need to be leading in. They're waiting for someone else to tell them what to do. And matter of fact, let me just say this parenthetically. I heard the other day of another church, a major church that is hiring. I'm talking about paying tens of thousands of dollars for an organization or a consulting firm to come in and tell them what are the next steps. That's what we used to call a pastor. That is someone who leads the church. Now, I know we all need consultation. I know we all need help. But to take 50000 or $100,000 to pay to somebody to come in and tell a church what's the next step when you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars already for a staff who cannot lead you, the next step may need to be to pray about if this pastor, it may be time for him to go. It may be time for the staff to go. It may be time for a total redirection. And you can send the letters to Tony Crisp at TonyCrisp.org if you'd like to do that, or Dr. Crisp at TonyCrisp.org, or Tony at TonyCrisp.org, and get on to me. But I'm telling you the truth. If you don't know what direction, Pastor, to lead the church, get on your face before God. Get with some men who are older and wiser, and you humble yourself and ask God, and God will give you direction for that church, or he'll take you to another one and bring in somebody into that church that can take them on to where they need to be. Again, that's a just a little sidebar, but it's very important that we understand this. We need to get to the point in our lives to realize that people are struggling, churches are struggling, and pastors are struggling, and we've got to get direction in our lives. And I'm going to talk about this in the next podcast about direction. God has promised direction, but the way to get direction is to fast and pray and seek the face of God. It says to let the oppressed go free. That is, those who are crushed, who are bruised, who are struggling. The way we get well is to spend time concentrating on who God is and that he is in control. And then the next phrase in Isaiah, this is all in one verse, Isaiah 58, 6, and do you break every yoke? The word yoke there is not just what you might think for a yoke. It's the idea of a pole behind the neck and your hands tied on either side of it upward. Well, when you've got a pole across the back of your neck and your hands are tied to it on either side, you're off balance. And it's easy for you to fall. And when you fall, you cannot brace yourself. You cannot sleep. You cannot eat. You cannot do anything. Have you ever gotten the place in your life to where you just feel like, okay, I've got a pole on my neck and my hands are up in the air and I'm off balance. I cannot eat. I cannot sleep. I cannot do anything. Well, then just take that perhaps as a time that God is saying, come apart with me, abstain from food. And let's spend time together and get into the Word of God. It may be that you need to fast more than one meal or two meals or three meals. You might need to fast a day or two or three or even longer. But make sure, again, that you have consulted the one who takes care of your physical body from the standpoint of a physician, especially if you're on medications and other things. 
But for the average person, you can fast. And I want to tell you, when you begin to fast with the purpose of meeting God, knowing God better, walking with God, seeking His direction, seeking freedom from bondages and yokes and spiritual oppression and all the things that we've talked about, God will begin to work in your life. When he works in your life, he's going to work in your spouse's life. He's going to work in your family life. He's going to work in your church, in your community, in your city, your state, your country. Because this is God's plan for God's people to fast and pray and call upon his name. Because I want to tell you, Donald Trump is not going to deliver us. The Congress, you know, is not going to deliver us. They can't deliver themselves. There is no state house, no courthouse, no judge that can deliver us. The only one who can deliver us is Almighty God. And unless his people who are called by his name humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways, then we're never going to see our land forgiven and healed and reconciliation take place. The God of heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Lord Jesus Christ is the only one who can rescue you, me, and our nation. That's the word today for On the Way, this Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.